Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's hard-hitting Axis Arrows. Learn more about Easton's cutting-edge and fuse carbon arrow technology today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, editor Christian Berg. Welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. I'm editor Christian Berg, and we are the voice of bowhunting. It's a new year, and uh, it has been a while. I apologize to the listeners. I have been a bit remiss between the holidays and traveling for the ATA show and the SHOT show this month and seeing tons of great new bow hunting products that we'll be writing about in the upcoming issues. And uh, we're glad to be back. It's going to be an awesome year for bow hunting radio. And one of the things that I'm most excited about is we've got a brand new presenting sponsor for the show, and that's uh, Easton. And uh, the good people at Easton Archery are, are partnering with us to bring you guys tons of great information about bow hunting gear and uh, bow hunting tactics and tips. And I think it's really going to be good. And, and to kind of kick that new partnership off, I've asked Gary Cornum, who's the marketing director for Easton, to join me today. And we've got Gary on the line. Uh, Gary, it's great to be with you, and we really appreciate you taking a little bit of time to, to be with the audience and the folks at Peterson's Bow Hunting today. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. It's my pleasure, and uh, you know, hope uh, hope your listeners are uh, you know uh, we can provide them some information about about arrows and, and what Easton's doing. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited to be here. Well, that's great. You know, we had some some time at the ATA show a couple weeks back to to spend together and to look at some of your new products. You guys have some pretty exciting, you know, uh, innovations in your arrow shafts for this year. And, you know, one thing that you had really stressed to me, and, um, you know, it's not something that I didn't know, but something that I think, you know, people really appreciate is that Easton really, you know, designs products with the bow hunter in mind. And uh, a lot of the things that you guys are doing in terms of your product development, uh, uh, really are, are kind of with the hunter in mind. And, of course, you have tons of hunters on your staff there, too. So why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, some of the some of the new things that you guys have for this year and, uh, you know, maybe some, some tips that people can keep in mind when they're trying to figure out, you know, what kind of shaft they want to shoot off of their rig in 2011. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to. Um, one thing, uh, you know, to kind of give, give a little background to the listeners is, We've uh, we've been making arrows uh, since 1922, and a lot of people don't know that. But Doug Easton started the company back then, and, and he was making arrows uh, really out of his garage, uh, first for himself and then to, for customers. And he started out making longbows and wood arrows, and we still have some of those here at the plant that we keep uh, keep in our archives and look at once in a while that are you know going on almost 100 years old. Uh, but uh, but Doug Easton's passion was to make a better arrow, and we started out making wood arrows. And um, in the in the 30s and 40s, he got frustrated with their accuracy, trying to you know trying to make those things consistent. He invented the aluminum arrow, and then about 30 years ago, we started working with carbon composites and aluminum uh, hybrids, and then all carbon uh, products. And we just continued to innovate over that uh, you know that 80 what almost 89 year history here. Uh, doing uh, doing just that is innovating new products, and so we've got some exciting stuff uh, that we've come out with. You know, 30 years ago, I, I was talking talking to you earlier 
uh, 30 years ago, uh, the, the main thing that everybody used was, was aluminum arrows. And one of the ways that we gauged the quality of those were things like, you know, what kind of knock it used, or was it an adjustable knock, or was it fixed glued on, and how straight the arrow was. And, and a lot of the consumers, that really got ingrained into them. And, and we've been, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of gotten beyond that. Uh, and a lot of people still kind of evaluate their arrows based on those things. And there's some really much more exciting innovations that we've come up with that uh, they go go beyond just measuring an arrow by how straight it is because uh, the arrows the arrow, all the arrow companies have really gotten so good that that the straightness on an, on really any high quality arrow and that's you know any branded arrow that you might see at retail really is going to be more than sufficient for any bow hunter so really what we ought to look at is some of these other performance features things like uh, diameter uh, speed. And those things, and and as we go through here, I'd love to I'd love to talk more and get into more some of those details uh, for the listeners to talk about you know what what kind of things they can look for for to get better performance out of their arrow when they go out bow hunting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, straightness is something that you know we get questions about at the magazine pretty often too. And you know, if you look at the marketplace today in terms of shaft straightness, most of you know if you go to uh, you know, go down to Cabela's or Bass Pro and pick up a dozen shafts. Even on the low end, you might be looking at dozens that are sorted to six one thousandths. You know, and some of your super high end might even be one or two one thousandths. And either way, you know, I usually tell people who ask me about it. You know, if you're shooting at uh, forty yards and in, and you're a an average shot, you know, or a slightly above average shot, you know, like I consider myself, you're not going to be able to shoot the the difference out of those, you know, really, uh, you're not going to see a whole lot of difference in your, in your group size, uh, one way or the other. And I think some of these other things that we'll talk about may be a lot more critical to, you know, playing a factor in people's success in the field than just looking at that one number. Not that, not that straightness isn't good, but, but I kind of see your point, Gary. Yeah, it really is. And, and, you know, uh, again, that, that goes back to the days when, um, you know, when the arrows were all aluminum and, and you're trying to gauge between, you know, shooting a super slam or a game getter and those kind of things. And, and really there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot, um, there wasn't a lot of uh, things you could, you could really gauge the quality on beyond straightness, the size mix that was available and the, and maybe the, the camouflage and those things. But arrows have come so far since then and really, uh, you know, the, the, the straightness on all the arrows, like you said, even from the low end on up, until you get to the really low end non-branded stuff that, uh, that, that might be out there. But anything, you know, anything with a name brand on it and, uh, that, that, that the major manufacturers are making are going to be plenty straight that the bow hunter doesn't need to worry about it. He can pick those up and they're going to be plenty accurate for all his bow hunting situations at all ranges that he's going to encounter. So then the, the conversation then becomes, okay, well, what things ought I, uh, you know, look at? And there's some, uh, we have three major categories of arrows, uh, that we, that we make and, uh, for the bow hunter. And one is the, uh, you have the all carbon and then you've got the, the hybrids, the aluminum carbon combined, and then the all aluminum arrows that we still make and still work just great. Um, and, and, and ironically, um, if you look at what the target shooters, the high level, highest level of target shooters that are using in the world, they still choose aluminum because it's still the most consistent, 
material. Those are the guys that can really tell the difference in the accuracy of their arrows. They choose all aluminum because it is the most consistent of materials. Now, with bow hunting, you don't, you know, a quarter of an inch or half an inch for these guys that are shooting target just can, can make the difference between them uh, winning a tournament and losing a tournament. So they, that's why they pick aluminum. But with a bow hunter, you know, a quarter of an inch or half inch at 20 or 30 yards, it isn't gonna, isn't necessarily gonna make or break his bow hunt. So, so he has a more flexibility in the type of product that he can use. And so what the, the attributes that he ought to look for is, you know, why should I pick, uh, say, a full metal jacket arrow over an all carbon or something like that? And uh, you know, and we've made we've made different arrows that are that are really excel in different in different areas based on what the bow hunter what the bow hunter is looking for. Right. So an arrow, an arrow like a full metal jacket, what I look for there is it's really quiet out of the bow. It's very hard hitting. It'll it'll break through some of that bone. So if you're you know if you're if you're if you get a marginal hit. Full metal jacket's a great arrow, even for a whitetail. But it's also a great arrow when you get into the bigger, heavier game, elk, moose, and those kind of things. Great, great for big, heavy game, um, heavy bone, getting through that animal. And then there's other, and it's small diameter as well. And that's really some of the innovations. Back in 2004, uh, we started making small diameter arrows, and what we found is the broadhead will create a channel, and then the arrow slides through that channel. Uh, with less friction, and so you get uh, penetration enhancement with the small diameter, and that's things like the axis line that we've uh, that we introduced back in back in 2004, 2005, and then later came out with uh, later came out with the full metal jacket, which is kind of a higher higher energy version of that uh, of the axis, the all carbon axis that people are familiar with. Right. Yeah, why don't we, you know, you broke it down pretty nicely into those three categories, and maybe we should just kind of, you know, move through it that way and, you know, start off uh, talking about, you know, the all-carbon shafts and then talk about your your ACCs and then maybe a little bit of discussion on for the guys who are still shooting, you know, the good old all-aluminums. I, I think that, yeah. you know, and, and to start with carb, the, the all-carbon, I mean, clearly... You know, I, clearly, you know, all carbon shafts comprise, gosh, I'm going to guess the vast majority of the bow hunting market today in 2011. And, uh, you know, the reason that we gravitated over from aluminum to carbon is pretty clear, you know, as that technology continued to advance. I mean, uh, carbon shafts don't bend, for one. Of course, they Right. It's a, it's, a dur- it's, it's a durability. It's a durability issue. Uh, the carbon The carbon shafts are great for that. And... You know they're kind of they're easy to they're easy to stock they're easy to choose you know there's a f- four sizes basically uh, root five if you throw the women and the kids into it but uh, so it's really easy for the dealer to stock and easy for the bow hunter to choose they are durable uh, and they do have some of these performance enhancing features like I talked about like the small diameter um, and you know so there's uh, that that all carbon category is probably the most popular today, and um, you know, and as you look at that, there's a lot of arrows available in that category. So what I when people look at that, they're like, well, what, you know, there's this carbon arrow, there's that carbon arrow. Mm-hmm. How do I know which one to choose? Yeah, exactly. And some of the things I look for, like we make the hit insert system. What that does is it aligns your broadheads, and that that was made for the axis. That what that does is the uh, the axis is such a small diameter arrow that you have to have that hit insert in there because the broadhead ferrule will actually rest against the inside diameter of the carbon shaft. And so when you get that direct 
broadhead to shaft contact, you get really good alignment for that reason. So it's kind of a double benefit. It allows us to make the arrows extremely small for deep penetration, but it also gives us that that arrow to broadhead contact point that really aligns the broadhead nicely with the with the arrow shaft. And as you know, that's really important for accuracy. So the axis was something that we came out with, like I said, back in 2004, 2005. And really the market was quick to latch onto that because of those those really tangible benefits that the bow hunter sees uh, with regards to the penetration and the broadhead alignment. Another factor that uh, a lot of guys miss, and this has happened to me hunting out west a lot, is um, when you get into a crosswind situation, that wind can really have an effect on your shot. And the small diameter arrows with the axis really uh, really make a pretty dramatic uh, difference when you go to shoot those in a crosswind. So it's just one more thing. You know, everything you, a bow hunter can can stack in his favor, every card he can put in that stack that, that gives him a little bit of an advantage, a little bit of an edge can help. Because as you know, and, and I, you know, it's, anybody that's bow hunted at all, knows that you know sometimes that the the difference between a great shot and a good shot or a marginal hit can just be that last inch or two mm-hmm. you know where is if oh you know you recovered an animal and maybe it you know maybe it took a day or two to find it or whatever um if and you look at that and you're like oh if this had just been an inch this way or an inch that way you know the animal wouldn't have gone so far or whatever yeah, no and and that's really what you kind of want to do is you want to put all the all the things that you can in your favor to to you know get get that arrow where you want it where you're aiming and where you want to put it and so all these things come into play and and anyone at any given time may not be that important but you know conditions change when you're out there in the field the wind can come up um, you know the 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 those kg whitetails you know they'll jump the string so you want to get it there and and uh, you know and, and if you get uh, you know, you want it to be quiet, and that's why, like, the uh, full metal jacket's a great way to quiet down your bow. It's that arrow's taking more of the energy out of the bow. So there's, there's, you know, there's that, too. And so there's all these factors that come together to make a to make a good hit on an animal, and the more advantages that you can put in your favor, the better off, the better off you're going to be when you're, you know, when you're picking your products. Yeah, you guys have, you know, like you say, a lot of innovations along those lines, the, the hit inserts, you guys have, uh, you know, some micro light, I think you call them inserts, or for, for lightweight, yeah. speed chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you guys have, uh, you know, different kinds of weight tubes for guys that want to add a little bit of weight, uh, I want to talk about some of that stuff, before we even get to that, I want to talk a little bit about the carbon itself, because you touched on something that I think is really confusing for, you know, consumers in the bow hunting, you know, market. You know, like you said, you know, there's so many different kinds of carbon shafts, and you know, some people are saying, you know, well, our our arrows are 100% pure carbon, and other people are saying, uh, we've got you know other kinds of things that we're mixing into them, and that makes them stronger, and you know, so you hear all these different things, and you guys actually have. Uh, come out in the last year or two with uh, your N-fused carbon, and you talk about these nanotubes, which is, mm-hmm. you know, high science kind of stuff. Um, yep. Tell me a little bit about that, and just tell me about, you know, carbon in general. What's the bet? What what do we want, you know, as bow hunters? Do we want all carbon? Do we want a bunch of other stuff mixed in with it? Do we want, you know, this or that? And, and, and how does your N-fused carbon stack up against all that other stuff that's out there? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it, it does get confusing. And so, and so what um, if you know if I was just if I'm just a bow hunter walking into a store, you know, and I, I'm looking for some of these things, 
um, the first thing that I would look for in, in like a real performance gain would be a small diameter shaft. We just got done talking about the axis. Uh, what we've done to the axis and the Epic, uh, Epic's a, a reduced diameter shaft. It's not as small as the axis, but it's an all-carbon product. And it also has what you call the infused carbon. That's our branded, our brand, our branded carbon. It's a special, uh, special formulation of of carbon resin. Now, what resin is is it holds all those carbon fibers together. So all the our our arrows use carbon fiber, not as all all carbon arrows do. They all have it. Um, what the difference is with ours is the resin. And uh, nanotubes are the strongest material known to mankind. But you can put them in you can put them in things and they don't do anything unless they're functionalized. Now to just kind of keep it simple, I don't you know I don't want to get into the science and I'm not an engineer anyway. But but what it is is you know you can put you can put carbon nanotubes in, in into something, but they won't add any strength unless they're functionalized. So we went to a company that actually created a a carbon a resin that holds carbon fiber together that functionalizes these these tiny nanotubes. That are very very strong. So what it does is it actually strengthens the shaft. It strengthens the carbon. Now when you say through, when you say functionalized, does that mean mm-hmm. that, you know do they get lined up in a certain pattern? Or yeah, something like yeah, that? exactly. They they are they've been put in there so they actually en- enhance the strength. Otherwise, it's just it's basically black dust that's in there. But through their through their science, that we don't uh, we don't even we just utilize the. It's actually a, a division of Bayer. Bayer is people might know them for their aspirin, you know. But they're they're uh, they're actually a, a, a company that does all kinds of R and D, and they're very. They've been doing a lot of uh, research and development in the area of carbon nanotubes that's used in all kinds of products. Uh, and nanotubes, again, if they're, if they're utilized correctly, can add strength to products. And so we've seen a 10 to 10 to 15 percent increase in the strength of, of the axis by, and the epic by adding these, uh, these, these infused carbon nanotubes. And actually this year for 2011, we've added them to the line of full metal jacket. Uh, and Full Metal Jacket, we haven't really talked about that, but but just quickly, and maybe we can come back to it if we have time, is a uh, it's a carbon shaft with a with a uh, aerospace alloy metal jacket over the outside of it. But we've added those carbon nanotubes to the Full Metal Jacket line this year as well. Now, uh, when we did that, it, it uh, we through our testing, we found that it made the carbon stronger, which is good. It makes a more durable product, which. Um, you know anybody can anybody can appreciate that, but it, there was a side benefit that we didn't uh, we didn't know about until actually we did some testing after we made these, and they actually help reduce the the vibration of the shaft too. So when you're putting through a violent shot, meaning the arrow or the bow is imparting all that energy to the arrow very quickly in a you know in a in a in, in a, uh, a split second, mm-hmm. it's imparting all that energy to the arrow. It goes through a lot of um, Violent, uh, you know, energy transfers, and, and so vibration reduction is something that we've been doing a lot of uh, uh, research on in uh, here at Easton, and uh, the nanotubes actually improve that uh, quite quite a bit. Uh, it's noticeable. You can take an arrow without nanotubes and one with it, and tap it on your desk, and you can actually feel the difference. And uh, so uh, it's pretty easy to pretty easy to identify it. And uh, makes a pretty big difference. So the nanotubes do both those things. They strengthen the product, 
and they also help reduce vibration, which reduces noise and makes a more accurate shot as well. So, so it's got those benefits, and they're built in. The bow hunter doesn't have to do anything special. He can, uh, you know, we mark the arrow, says infused carbon on it, and he can go pick those up and shoot it, and he gets those benefits, and he doesn't, there's nothing he has to do. It's already built in. I'm always curious, Gary, how do you, you know, you talked about a 10 to 15% increase in strength for your shafts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do there at the Easton headquarters to, to, chest, to, to test the strength and durability? your shafts you know you guys yeah they have uh they have like bend to break tests they have uh yield strength tests they have machinery that they put it on that are built on hydraulics and they'll flex and 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 uh test the arrows in different ways find out where they yield where they where they bend where they break we're doing testing like that all the time through our quality assurance processes and then through our research and development and i again i don't know the specifics of it i'm i'm, I'm more on the marketing side of things uh, but I do know enough about it that they, you know, they run through these tests. I've gone back and watched some of these tests that we do here in the plant. And the other thing I'd like to mention while I'm thinking about it is, is uh, the Eastern arrows are made right here in the United States of America. Um, so there, there's not, uh, there's not too many products anymore that are manufactured in, in the U.S. But the, the guys here at the plant, I work right here at the plant. We have our administrative and marketing and sales right here at the plant. And, uh, you know, I'm on the phone right now, and the machinery's running right behind me just a few few feet away uh, where their arrows that these guys are out there shooting are made right here in the United States by guys that love to hunt and are passionate about it. And so they're, um, they guys can know that, uh, you know, their, their products are being made by people that are, that are, are uh, participants in the sport, love the sport, and try to build into the products the kind of thing that they would like to see in the field, the things, the products that they would like to use. So when we we all go out bow hunting ourselves, we're using the products that we're passionate about that we've we've put into the our idea, our own ideas about what would make them better. And and it's not just some factory overseas; it's actually made by bow hunters right here in the United States of America. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for for people who who may not know, uh, Easton is in. A beautiful and scenic Salt Lake, and uh, yep, we're right have, here, uh, right here in the middle of the Rocky Mountains, and uh, yeah, you, know, you guys and, have access to some pretty awesome hunting right in your backyard. We do, we do. We can look out the window right here and see the, you know, see the Wasatch Front of the mountains, and and uh, that's where the arrows are made, and then we ship them all over, really all over the world, but all, you know, all across the country, and uh, and we're proud of that. We're proud to have American workers, uh, you know, here in the states building these arrows, building these access arrows, innovating new. Uh, innovating new products as well, but um, yeah, it's 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 great, and uh, you know it's a great company, and I, and we're passionate about bow hunting. We understand it, we participate in it, and we make products for it. So I, you know, we're proud of that, and uh, and we're just you know that's our drive is we want to make we want to make the experience of the bow hunter that's out there, uh, you know, a, a better experience and more fun, and and have everybody enjoy it as to the the, the best they can. And, and we put everything we can into our products so that they can do that. So, uh, so just to wrap up then the, our segment on all carbon, and then we'll move into some of the the composite uh, shafts that you guys do. You guys have your mm-hmm. axis, which you you mentioned. That's your sort of super mm-hmm. small diameter uh, all carbon yep. shaft. You got your mm-hmm. epic, which is a little bit uh, lower price point. It's still a reduced diameter shaft. It still has uh, the infused carbon. You said. Yeah. And, and is there anything else on the all carbon side? Yeah, actually, there is one more that we ought to talk about. So, so Axis and Epic, uh, you know, and, and here, you're talking to a guy that that, that can, has access to all these arrows. Uh, uh, you know, if I were to walk into the store, I'd buy any one of them. I'd be more than happy to shoot an Epic. Uh, you know, and I do shoot them, and 
And uh, so it's, uh, but it is a great way to, you know, if a guy doesn't want to spend quite as much, but still wants a really high quality arrow with some of the performance features that we've been talking about, Epic's a great way to go. Uh, Axis is actually not a bad way to go either. It's all carbon. Some guys really want that. Um, one of the benefits of the small diameter too is they they're not real heavy. We reduce the diameter, so that's less material that's in the product. But but the wall thickness is still the same, so they don't have to sacrifice durability. They can pick up some speed. That's another benefit of the Axis and the Epic. But kind of moving moving a little bit more and talking about speed. Um, a couple of years ago, we introduced the flatline because there is a there is a, a a segment of the of the bow hunters that just are looking for kind of the maximum speed they can get out of their bow. Mm-hmm. So we came out with the flatline, and as you mentioned before, it's got the micro micro light inserts and knocks, and that's a great place to save weight because it's not structural in the arrow. It's uh, it's only you know it's it's a, the knock. What we did is we reduced the length of the knock, so it still performs. The way a knock needs to needs to, but what we did is we moved the throat of the knock closer to the end of the arrow, so we eliminated some of that material. Uh, ironically, though, by doing that, it actually increases the accuracy because you're putting the string closer to the shaft itself, and so the pivot, the way that arrow can pivot is shorter, and you're actually putting that pushing that energy um, onto the arrow as a, as that that column loading effect takes place when you let go of your string. That string is very close to the back of the shaft, and that's a that's a benefit of of in, of enhancing the accuracy of the shot. So by shortening it, you um, you don't really lose anything. You just save some weight, and you actually increase the accuracy. So the accu- the micro light knocks at the back end of the flat line are really a great innovation that we came out with a couple of years ago. You get that extra accuracy at the front end. What we did is we trimmed all the weight we could off the insert. And again, what this is this is the idea was, hey, you know, the guy that's looking to to trim all the excess weight and go for all out speed. This is what we, you know, this is what we tailored it to. The other thing we did is, you know, in the in the carbon and the uh, the carbon resin uh, combined on the flat line, uh, we we uh, we made a very lightweight shaft. So I'm talking about the carbon shaft itself. And so it's a it's a really lightweight shaft. It's standard diameter. Which is the best way to get a lightweight shaft, and then uh, and then we've got the micro light inserts at the front end and the micro light knocks at the back end, and so the guys that are looking to go all out and get the most speed out of their bow, that's what they ought to look at is looking at shooting a flat line. Now, obviously, you know some of this is is subject to personal preference, but uh, what's your feeling on? You know the flat line. To you, is that is that a specialty shaft? You know, or is that you know good for hunting anything or what? I, I mean, one of the things that we talk about a lot in the magazine, whether it be you know like a Randy Almer, or Patrick Mateen, some of our field editors that do a lot of Western hunting. You know, that's typically where we stress. You know, maybe a little bit of extra speed out of your bow when you're shooting those longer distances. You get some forgiveness there if your range estimation is just a little bit off. Uh, or you want a little bit of a flatter trajectory to maybe get through, you know, some shooting holes that might be a, a little bit farther out there. You can benefit right. from that. What about for for the eastern yep. guy? You know, is there a good reason for an eastern whitetail guy to shoot a flat line? Well, you know, it. it um, I my recommendation. If a guy were to call me on the phone and say, "What do you recommend?" Um, my recommendation for the the whitetail guy, and this is somebody that's sitting in a tree stand. And, you know, a long shot for him might be 20 or 25 yards. 
to me, what you really want to do is you want to make your bow quiet. You want a stealthy shot. And, and I honestly, for that situation, I choose the full metal jacket, which ironically is your, that's kind of your hard hitting magnum era that's available. But, but which what it gives, does which gives is, us a great transition into the, the aluminum mm-hmm. carbon segment of your line. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before I, before I talk about it, I, was, I just want to finish on the flat line a little bit. Oh, sure. So, 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 so going back to the Western guys, yeah, a lot of the Western guys want, want a really flat trajectory. And, and really, some Eastern guys want that too. And that's personal preference. So, but it's a trade off there. You're going to trade, you're going to trade, you're going to get some bow speed, um, but you're going to leave some, you're going to leave some energy in the bow and that translates to more noise. But if, if, if the bow hunter, personal preference, where he decides, hey, I need a flat shooting arrow, that's what we made the flat line for. And that's really where the guy determines himself that his hunting situation is such that he needs he needs something that, that gives him that flat trajectory. And, you know, that's where you defer to the expertise of the individual bow hunter, where, he, where whatever situation he is, is in and what his experience as a bow hunter tells him, hey, I need a flat trajectory. That's what we make that product for, and so uh, there it is. You know, there it is. We we've provided it, and it's a you know it's a great choice for somebody that's looking for speed. But you know, to, yeah, to, to transition back, we make this, and I touched on it before. We make a um, the full metal jacket is kind of the product that we we came out with three or four years ago, and it's really garnered a lot of attention from the bow hunting market because it is a really great. Um, uh, hybridization between an aluminum jacket over really what is uh, pretty close to an Axis arrow. Now, is it really so you, aluminum? Because earlier you called it a space age mm-hmm. aerospace alloy, and I well, was like, "Ooh, this must yeah, be we, this must be something neat." <laughs> well, it's a very it is it's a very high grade, very thin wall. I mean, we may, again we make those right here in Utah, and um, but it's you know it's a it's a difficult process because you're making an extremely thin. A metal jacket to go over what is really a carbon or a, a very similar to an axis carbon arrow. And that's got and, really an incredibly tight fit. How do you actually yep. get those jackets over we the have, top of the carbon? It's, it's a precision, you know, it's a precision jacket. It's a precision product. And that's, that goes back to our 60 year plus history of making aluminum, aluminum arrows. But I called it uh, aerospace alloy because I think, um, you know, you call it aluminum. There's a lot of different grades of aluminum out there and everything from you know like pepsi can to you know uh you know high precision instruments that are made from aluminum and um we you know there's a lot of tubing made a lot of aluminum tubing made and we well we go through all kinds of processes that add strength that add precision that are incredibly consistent incredibly precise what i touched on before about the target shooters that use are uh, all aluminum products for the most accurate applications where they need, you know, a quarter of an inch can lose a tournament for them. That's what we're talking about here. So what we do is we take the strength and durability of an all-carbon arrow, and then we put this aerospace alloy aluminum jacket over the outside. And you say, well, what does that do? Why do that? Why not just have the carbon, you know, the carbon arrow and shoot it that way? But it really does a couple. It does several things that really benefit the bow hunter. And um, what they what that does is it uh, it actually creates a uh, a very precise 
situation. You kind of get the accuracy of the aluminum and the strength of the carbon working in concert together. And so you can you can make them extremely straight and extremely precise. A uh, benefit that isn't really a hunting benefit, but I do want to mention while I'm thinking about it, is everybody knows you know they've gone up to their their uh, high density target and pulled out some of these all carbon arrows, and when you have that aluminum jacket on the outside, it really makes that a lot easier, mm-hmm. and it's a, just another benefit that really isn't a hunting performance benefit, but I'll tell you what, when you're out shooting, you're out practicing, you can really appreciate it. So it's got that as well. But um, the other thing that it does... You get a lot more durability on the practice range, too. You do. One of the things with the carbon shafts, of course, you know, I mentioned before, they don't bend. But every now and then, you know, when your shot's a little off and you skid one off the ground, you know, sometimes you get that little hairline fracture. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that, that aluminum jacket saves a lot of shafts you well know, you can take the, the jack yeah pounding. the jacket it, it enhances the it enhances the uh, the accuracy and it, it adds more kinetic energy to the shot and you're right you know that you've got the durability of the carbon and then you've got the accuracy of the aluminum again working together sort of for the best benefits of both materials now the strength and uh, precision of the uh, the carbon arrow on the inside you don't really lose a lot of durability that way uh, because because it's really it relies on that strength. It's kind of the backbone of the arrow, is that 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 carbon core. Um, but the the um, the jacket over the outside it adds a lot of kinetic energy to the shot. And the way to look at it is when you take a bow and you shoot, when you shoot a very lightweight arrow, what it does is it it flies out of the bow very quickly. And if you 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 might notice there's more noise in that shot. And the reason for that is the the bow imparts the energy to the arrow, and it all happens very quickly. And a lot of the energy on a lightweight arrow is left inside the bow. And if you were to watch it in slow motion, you'd see the bow gyrating around and as that energy dissipates. Uh, but it, it, it in turn causes more noise. Um, if you were to shoot something very heavy out of a bow, like a crowbar, it would you know it would fly a couple feet and fall on the ground, but there'd be virtually no air, no energy left in, in that bow. The string would stop. The string would stop at brace height. The crowbar would kind of fall over onto the ground, and there wouldn't be hardly any bow noise left. So that's kind of the other extreme, you know. And and the, and the first extreme would be to dry fire your bow. You can imagine how much noise is, well, that would cause, you know. I'm still thinking about you shooting a crowbar into my forehead out of one of your bows, man. I think that would hurt like heck. I bet you would go for a little ways before it hit the ground, man. And that thing would right. But yeah, right, right. But but what? I, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not I'm not suggesting anybody do that. But <laughs> but what? But what I am saying is, you know, if you contrast those two things, shooting something very heavy, and then dry firing your bow, so you know you can see that one would leave virtually no energy left in the bow, and would create almost no bow bow noise. The other would create would leave all the energy in the bow, and there'd be a lot of noise. So everywhere in between there um, is this this. Uh, the spectrum. So when you shoot a lightweight arrow, you know, the arrow takes a certain amount of that energy, but it leaves some behind. When you start shooting something like a full metal jacket, it's taking a lot of that kinetic energy out of the bow, putting it into the arrow, leaving less bow noise, and delivering it to your target. Now, if you're shooting, you know, 20 yards or less, that's what you want. You want a really quiet shot, and you want a lot of energy in that arrow. So if you hit that, 
if you hit your target and you know how a whitetail jumps string and and maybe it hits it marginally you might hit a you might hit a front shoulder who knows but you want all that energy to plow through that target you want it to get in in there and get that broadhead through there and so that heavier arrow that's why i said my choice for that situation is a full metal jacket because you're going to get through that bone and you're going to you know and if that the deer jumps a little bit out of the way when he hears that when he hears your shot you can still make a good hit or you might get through there get a little extra penetration that can make the difference between you recovering that animal and not so give yourself every advantage you can and it's a great it's durable it's, i mean you got all these benefits going on and it's quiet so at the, at the same time you're making a, a higher impact shot you're also quiet in your bow, so there's less chance that that, that uh, string jump is going to be, you know, as severe or even even occur at all. Yeah, and you guys actually also make uh, the FMJ Dangerous Game series too, which is mm-hmm. heavy. Uh, shaft yeah. for if I want to go yep. shoot a Cape Buffalo over in Africa. Yep. And uh, give me a sense, Gary, with, you know, say your standard uh, Axis arrows, your, uh-huh. right, your regular FMJs, and then your FMJ Dangerous Game. What am I looking at in terms of jumping up in grains per inch from shaft to shaft? You sure. Uh, yeah, I can tell you that. Uh, but while, while I'm while I'm looking at that, uh, I'll mention I will talk about the dangerous game real quick. Uh, we came out with one. A lot of guys were trying to find ways to weight up their arrows when they would go for these kind of these exotic, big, heavy, thick skin species that you know not a lot of guys get down chance to hunt or or you know maybe maybe hunt them once in their life or who knows. But it's a, so it's a specialty arrow. It's it's uh, it's weighted up. It's got a really thick carbon core. Uh, on the inside, so these guys can actually go out and hunt a Cape Buffalo, and they don't have to do anything to the arrow. They can just basically take it right out of the box, throw their broadhead on there, tune it up, shoot it, dial in their shot, and go out and hunt these uh, hunt these big big game animals. You know, a guy might a guy could you know if he if he's going uh, maybe to Alaska to hunt a big moose or or a bear might might choose this. But but what you're talking about is a lot of bow poundage. And you're talking about uh, shots that are, you know, need to be, you know, fairly uh, 30 yards and in, you know, because you're you're, you're shooting a, a very heavy projectile. But but it's a great choice for uh, it's a great choice for uh, the guy that needs that specialty that specialty arrow. But what we're looking at here in terms of weight is, uh, you know, like an axis um, an axis arrow. You're going to be starting to about oh about uh, eight, around eight grains per inch, and then you know if you move to a full metal jacket, uh, you know, and then depending on the size, they're going to go up a little bit there. And a uh, full metal jacket, you're looking at about ten grains per inch. So if you you know if you have thirty inch arrow, you're talking about sixty grains more for a, a full metal jacket over an axis. Now in terms of speed, what a guy's looking at is a rule of thumb that I use is about five uh, foot per second for about every five grains. So to jump, to, you know, you jump up from an axis to a full metal jacket, you're looking at around 12 to 15 feet per second of of speed diminished, which you know really is not too not too bad of a trade off to go to an arrow like a full metal jacket, and uh, and so you know it's some, that's why you know I shoot them for I like to shoot them for turkeys, deer, whatever, uh, because I think there's a, a big benefit uh, to it. 
even though it's it's really uh, ideal for you know big heavy game, right. and uh, so you kind of it's kind of it's kind of a good all around way to go because it'll cover it'll cover a bow hunter for everything he needs to do, but you know there's those guys that want a little extra speed but maybe they don't want to jump up to a fly line, then maybe look at the all carbon axis or epic. Sure. And then, and then, then you kind of get you kind of get everything with that one. Sure. And then and then if we kind of move along through your your hybrid line, if you want to call it that, you, we come to the shaft that I've been shooting for the last two years and have really enjoyed and experienced good results with, and that's your ACC Pro Hunting Series. Mm-hmm. Kind of refer to that, you know, as an FMJ in reverse. And what I mean by that is it's got an yep. aluminum core, and you've got mm-hmm. carbon, you know, wrapped around the outside. So, right. uh, you know, it's kind of right. the opposite. What are the relative merits of the ACC Series compared to the FMJ, and why would you choose one over the other? When uh, about uh, we came out, it's going to be about 25 years ago. We came out with the AC product line, really geared. It, it was geared toward target shooting and hunting. Uh, it's sort. It's the it's the construction that an Olympian, the, every Olympian that's won a gold medal or any medal uh, in the last well, let's see, every every gold medal I think since 1996, maybe even maybe even 92. Has been one with an AC uh, construction, and so it's that same construction uh, that we put into the ACC Pro Hunting. What we found was uh, the ACCs uh, early on when we came out with those, uh, the bow hunters started using them, and they kind of rose to the top of of the hunting arrow uh, as 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 a high end hunting arrow, and because you get the target precision. That, uh, but, but geared toward the bow hunter. Well, some of the ACC product was, we had inserts available so bow hunters could, could go ahead and screw their broadheads into those, um, into those target arrows and they found that they work extremely well. So a couple of years ago we came out with the ACC Pro Hunting Series where we took that AC technology that, that wins, that can win the Olympics, that wins a lot of these big tournaments that, uh, especially on the international side where, where the guys are shooting out 80, 90 meters, that's where these things really just have shined because that's where accuracy is the most critical. When you're shooting super long distances, you know, they have to have the absolute most accurate uh, thing possible. And and that aluminum core, again, going back to that aluminum, that aluminum on the inside is really what takes the cake as far as the accuracy goes. That gives you uh, so, uh, just a... It is just the perfect foundation. It's it's the foundation that's geared toward the ultimate maximum accuracy. The carbon on the outside again is for um, the strength and durability. So we put that on the outside. But but the core is where the 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 components interface. It's where you know you slide your insert in your your target point if you're a target shooter. Your knock goes in there. So that's where you put the most the most. Uh, accurate portion of the of the system on the inside so that when you slide your inserts and knocks in there you get all that accuracy and it it's kind of like you said the reverse of the full metal jacket um and the 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 um, ac configuration where you have the aluminum on the inside and the carbon on the outside is the most accurate way to go about doing that and then the other thing so what we did is we, we took the ac foundation uh, and we created, we geared everything toward the bow hunter, and that's why we call it the ACC Pro Hunting Series. So we took, we took it, and we said, okay, what's the most accurate insert 
that Aston makes, and it, it's the, what we call the HP insert. And actually, the Epic shaft comes with the HP insert as well. So that's another thing to look at when you go to buy the the, the Epic. Is it's it's a good price point, but it's not secondary in any way. It uses our most accurate insert, which is the HP insert. The ACC Pro Honey Series comes with those as well. They use uni bushings on the back end, which we found also are the a very high level of accuracy of uh, adjustable knock, but uh, bushing uh, is a, a machined aluminum part, and the knock fits into that, and so that uses the it uses that just like our AC product that uh, people are used to the ACCs that they've been shooting for years and years. But we took everything we did about that shaft and we looked at the bow hunter and said, let's make an AC product that is geared for the bow hunter. And what it really is is it's the most accurate bow honey shaft that we make. So everything is geared, it's built on that uh, target arrow foundation, but everything else geared for the bow hunter specifically. And that's why a lot of a lot of you guys that are in the industry and a lot of the outdoor riders and, and the pros that are out there really like this. That's why we call it the pro hunting series. Um, because a lot of these guys, like you mentioned, like Randy Elmer and these other guys, they really, really go for that product. And they're, you know, they're ones that just uh, consider accuracy the, the, you know, the thing that they're shooting for. But you know, they do a lot of other things really well. They reduce diameter, so you get penetration, better wind drift. They, um, you know, and they they have the, uh, you know, a lot of these features, the carbon for durability that we've been talking about. So you kind of, uh, they're kind of the pinnacle of, of everything we could do to make a make an accurate target target error accuracy in a honey shaft. Yeah, I've. Uh... Like I said, you know, I've had great success with them, and uh, you know, I will, I will warn the kiddies out there that they're not, they're not the least expensive arrow on the shelf. But I'll tell you what, I've been impressed with their durability, and uh, mm-hmm. you will not. And you know, really, you there's a, there's there's a lot of uh, there's all carbon shafts in that same price point, so so they're really not. Uh, I don't think they're, you know, I don't think you're hitting the stratosphere on price either. So they're they're attainable for a guy that maybe wants to spend a little more. They're not. Uh, they're not ridiculous, ridiculous. No, uh, you know, no, they're, they're they're way out there, but the but I'm it's still, uh, yeah. yeah, it's still it's still within the realm of uh, a lot of other arrows that are out there on the market. Well, the thing I was going to say too, you know, if my experience is any indication, you'll you'll burn up a dozen of those a lot slower than you will, you know, some other shafts. Sure, you sure, they'll last spend, you, they'll spend. last you longer. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's a great point. That is a great point. And uh, a couple of things that you know, we talked about wind drift. We talked about durability. The other thing is that they're they're pretty fast too. So it uh, it's a very good all around arrow, and uh, it's a great way to go for those guys that are kind of looking for. I I talk to a lot of people that uh, that you know a lot of these guys that really hunt a lot or or almost almost made their uh, this their profession, and and um, that's one of the products that they use most often. But there are also guys that really appreciate accuracy and and um, maybe can see the difference too uh, when they when they uh, they're they're that they're at that level of shooting where where they can really notice the difference. But uh, it's a great way to go for for somebody that just wants kind of the best of everything all in one arrow. Well, that's great, Gary. Um, I don't know if you. I think we pretty well covered all the aluminum carbon stuff do you want to talk a little bit about your your tried and true on the all, all aluminum side of things yeah actually i would because we still sell a great deal of those and um there's really uh it's really a good product uh we still we still sell an awful lot of aluminum arrows 
And what uh, the way the I'm, I'm curious, Gary. Sorry to interrupt, but do you have any sense of what segment of the modern, you know, the contemporary bow hunting community is still shooting all aluminum arrows? Yeah, I mean, you could probably you could probably say a quarter of the market are still shooting aluminum arrows. So, okay. you know, one in four bow hunters you run into the field is, are are shooting aluminum arrows. It's a product that's all really hard to improve upon as far as accuracy goes. And, and like I mentioned, um, the top-level indoor target shooters, that's what they use. It's a, a material that is really conducive to being uh, made consistent spine weight, straightness. Um, so consistent from shot to shot. And when Doug Easton invented the aluminum arrow, it was, um, it, you know, there, there was tournament shooters shooting wood, and um, they were having a real hard time getting those arrows to group. And they would have arrows that... Uh, because of the way the nature of the wood and the wood grain, everything had to line up just right, and they would number their arrows because they knew one arrow was going to hit at 2 o'clock and another arrow would hit at 3 o'clock and another arrow would hit at 9 o'clock. So they would know that, like, I have number, I'm going to shoot number 9 arrow now, and it shoots at 9 o'clock, so I need to aim over at 3 o'clock to hit the bullseye. And so um, Doug Easton set it out to, uh, to find a way to get away from that, so every arrow hit in the same spot. And that's when he invented the aluminum arrow. And aluminum is the best material for doing that. If you want to hit, if you want to hit the center of the bullseye, shot after shot, that's the material you still use today because it's the, by far the most consistent way to go. Uh, but but so that, that I mean, and even in a, of the lowest end aluminum arrow, you kind of get that. It's built into the material. So we have an arrow called the Game Getter that we've been selling for 30, 40, 50 years. That um, that we've, you know, we've changed it a little bit over the years, but, you know, when you look at the price of what you get and for what you pay, it's a great way to go. And I think if I, I think if I uh, left Easton today and I went out and bought my own arrows at uh, the store, just like everybody else, that I would uh, probably walk into the store and buy me a dozen game getters because it's a great price. You can, you know, you still like to go out and shoot a lot. You know, yeah, you're going to trash a few once in a while, but, uh, what you get for the money in terms of accuracy is uh, really impossible to beat. And we have uh, we have uh, three or four models that we still make in the, in the aluminum. They're not as popular as they used to be, but um, they'll always be uh, they'll always be a good material to go out and bow hunt with, especially for a guy that just wants a good accurate arrow at a great price. And you know they 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 have a lot of great attributes. They're quiet out of the bow. Uh, they pull easier from targets. So. Uh, you know, it's another realm. Uh, they're kind of looked at as uh, kind of looked at as a little old-fashioned, but uh, really they perform very well in the field, and that's why so many guys still shoot them. And uh, and there's really, from an accuracy standpoint, they still outperform pretty much everything else that's out there. Hey, let's face it, Gary, we've all killed. A fair share of animals with aluminum arrows. There's nothing wrong yep. with them. <laughs> no, no, they were no, they were great. And then, like I said, you go climb into a tree stand with with a quiver full of game getters, and you got everything you need right there. And and, um, and there there's nothing uh, there's nothing when the deer's on the ground. You know, you go to place that shot. You know, and you put that arrow where it needs to be. It doesn't really matter. Um, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, and that's that's one thing about accuracy and shot placement. It's hard to beat. Is, you know, when that arrow goes where you're looking and where you want it to, you know, it doesn't. At the end of the day, that not, doesn't really matter what it was. But, you know, it's there's when we're talking about all these different arrows that we've been talking about today, you're kind of splitting hairs. Um, 
but it's what I get, it's what I said mentioned before. It's it's you want to put you want to look at your own situation, and then give yourself the best advantage that you can. So if you're in a situation where you think, you know, I want a quiet arrow and I want something that's going to be really accurate, that's what you know. Then I pick an arrow accordingly. You know, if you're looking at something where you have a lot of cold crosswind situations or or, uh, you know, the deer are really wired and jumpy and you might have a marginal hit once in a while. You know, I need a full metal jacket or I need an axis, you know. So, so it really, it really does come down to kind of splitting hairs, uh, in these things because at the end of the day and, and, and really all these products and anything with an Eastern logo on it, I would be more than, more than confident to go out and hunt with. And, and, and in almost any situation, uh, just to pick any one of them. And that's really what's kind of hard for me in my job, uh, you know, in doing the marketing at Easton is trying to, trying to kind of say, you know, I get, cause I get these questions all the time. And really at the end of the day, they're all good and they'll all work. You just need to tailor your setup around whichever one you choose and then understand the strengths of what you've picked. And then, uh, and then, you know, tailor what you're doing and the way you hunt around that yeah absolutely i mean i don't think there's any doubt you guys have uh you know probably the most you know extensive uh line of offerings for the bow hunters you know from from materials to weights to uh, various component options it's there's pretty much something there for for everybody and you know we don't have time gary to get into a real lengthy technical discussion of arrow building and and all the things that go into you know spine and and and, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff but i do think we need to spend at least a couple minutes before we wrap this up just stressing the fact that you know it's easy to just look at these options that you've laid out for folks and say okay i want to I want an Epic or I want an FMJ. People really need to pay attention when they're buying shafts to make sure they've got the right model for their setup and then to make sure that they build these arrows properly to get, you know, the performance that's built into these things because you're not going to get the performance that, that you guys are offering if that's not done properly. So, yeah, talk right, a little right. bit about yeah. that because I think there's an awful lot of people out there, unfortunately, who maybe don't quite understand or, or they're not paying as much attention as they should. You know, every every rack on the shelf is, a, you know, a different a different spine and you need to match up the right one for starters and then you need to get some quality fletchings on there and, uh, you know, get your inserts glued in straight and all that good stuff. Right, and that's and that's that's all very important because all these things work together. You can go out and buy the best arrow in the world, but if your bow's not tuned or not set up right, you know you guys still have problems. So uh, you're exactly right. You want to pick the right arrow spine. You can go to the Eastern website. We, we, you know, we have our arrow selection chart there. Go into your go into your reputable local pro shop. He can help you get set up as well. Uh, there's information out there. We're we're producing uh, videos how to. How to, uh, you know, how to set up an arrow, how to cut an arrow. We do that. We're doing those and posting new stuff on our website all the time to help, to kind of help in that process. But you're exactly right. Uh, you know, making sure you have the, you know, your flesh right, making sure that you, um, have the right spine. And, and there, there's a lot of questions. People don't really understand the difference between spine, size, and that kind of thing. And, and I'll just take a, a quick second here and let them know that there, there's, um, 
your arrow length is where you cut your arrow. So if you cut your arrow at 28 inches, you measure from the knock throat to the end of the shaft. If you don't know how long that's cut, you pro shop. That's where they come in. They know how to they know how to check your arrow and they know where to cut it and how much overhang to leave in front of your rest. That kind of thing. How to put the inserts in properly. A lot of guys do it themselves, and it's really not that hard to learn. Uh, and that's why we're providing more of that information on our website for those guys that maybe want to do it themselves. But but for those that don't. Get into your get into your local Easton dealer, and, and they can help you out with that as well. Um, the arrow size or the cut length is is one thing. Then there's what we call the spine, and and often that's referred to as the size. But the spine of the arrow is really the stiffness. So if you have a heavier bow, you're shooting a 70 pound bow versus a guy shooting a 50 pound bow. Uh, you need a stiffer arrow for that 70-pound bow than you do for a 50-pound bow, and that's usually marked on 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 the uh, side of the arrow with the Eastern arrows. Uh, generally, for most of the most of the models we make, come in one of of four sizes. Most guys will shoot a 340 or 400. Uh, lighter weight uh, people that are shooting small, smaller, shorter draw lengths or shorter arrows or lighter bow patterns will shoot a 500. And these big guys with big long arms. Um, have a 30, you know, 30, 31 inch draw and, and shoot, you know, 70 pounds. They'll shoot a 300 shaft. So, uh, so it's 300, 400, uh, 340, and 500. And uh, 500 being the smallest, then the 400s next, the 340s next, and the 300s is the stiffest. And just quickly, so people know, um, all we're doing is we're hanging a weight in the middle of that shaft and measuring how far that shaft deflects with a two pound weight. So if it deflects 0.4 inches. You know that's that's really what the 400 means. It's it's not important, but it's just important that they know. Look at our charts. Our charts will tell you. You know, you look at your arrow cut length. You look at how the pounds you're shooting and and the cam type you have on your bow, and it'll tell you, hey, you need a 400, or, hey, you need a 340. So it's not too hard to figure out what. Uh, and again, the dealer, you can go to a website. It'll show it, or you, your dealer can help you pick out. And that's what we call the spine or the size. You know, so so like I shoot a 400. And 400 is probably the most popular. Guys that are a little longer arrows or a little more pounds shoot a 340. And then the two specialty sizes are the 300 and the 500. The 300 being the heavy, heavy bows, long, long draw length. The 500 being maybe the, the lighter, shorter, shorter arrows, lighter poundage. A lot of the women shoot 500s. And even in the axis we have now, we have a 600 size. That'll cover a lot of the kids. There's a lot of these women have really short draw lengths. Some of them are cutting their arrows as short as 23 inches. And that's what the, that's what the 600 is for. So, so when you get into those other sizes, you're really talking about specialty sizes. And the two, two main numbers that most bow hunters, like you or me, would, would need to remember is the 340 and the 400. And, and really, when you get into those two sizes, if you're, unless your setup is very different, if it's, you know, if you're in that 27 to, 27 to 29 inch draw length that most guys are at. They're going to shoot a 340 or 400, and uh, really almost it'll almost work for anybody. Uh, you know, a guy that's supposed to be shooting a 400, shooting a 340 is probably not going to have any problems. But but that's just kind of a rule of thumb. It's still better to you know find out find out a little bit about your bow, how many pounds you're pulling, what your arrows are cut at, and those are the two more, most important things. If you know how many how many pounds you're shooting and where your arrows are cut, you can pretty much figure out your arrow size just from those two things. But uh, the dealer, if you go in and get some help, they'll look at some other stuff. They'll look at uh, the type of bow, the type of cam, 
and then and then get you the best size that fits your setup. Yeah, it's not that complicated, Gary. But trust me, man, there's just so many people who aren't paying attention to it. So just to stress that, you know, the couple yep. basic things, you know, spine. It's not that hard to understand. The higher the number, the the, the stiffer, the, the stiffer. Yep. Well, yep. actually, the, the higher the, the lower the, the, lower, the, lower the amount, yeah, the higher the pound poundage, uh, the stiffer the area. Exactly. So the lower, the lower the the uh, yeah, the, lo- the lower the number you need exactly. And, and you know, trust me, I, I run into guys all the time, and I look at their quiver, and I'm like, well, what do you got there? And it's right. like a guys are shooting a hodgepodge of stuff. Buddy's <laughs> gave them left. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, four different spine sizes in there. Right, they got a right. couple different lengths of arrows, and you know, you're like, you got to mm-hmm. be kidding me, man. Right. I mean, you know, we all want to save a buck, but but folks, go out there, spend eighty and and, $80 and if you and yeah, if you're if you've got a mixed quiver, if you've got a mixed quiver of three forties, and 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 four hundreds and five hundreds, your arrows aren't gonna group. You know, you're 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 gonna have trouble, you're gonna be frustrated and it's your bow isn't gonna shoot well. So yeah, you need a properly spined uh you need to find the proper spine for your bow. And it's not hard to do, like you said. It's really not. It's a very easy process of you could tell me your your you could tell me your draw length, your arrow cut length and your poundage over the phone. And nine times out of ten, I can tell you what size you need right off the top of my head. So, so it's it's really not uh, it's really not a, a, a it can be confusing, but it's only confusing if you make it that way. If you uh, you know, and if you have questions, again, I refer people to go into your go into your Eastern Pro Shop. Those guys are ready, stand ready to help you out, or come to go to our website. We've got ways, you know, we've got our online. Way that they can choose their they can choose their arrow size uh, spine size that'll fit their their setup pretty quickly. Yeah, well that that's that's it. You know, there's plenty of resources out there, Gary. Eastonarchery.com. Mm-hmm. Peterson's bow hunting and go see your local pro shop. And uh, you'll yeah, and you guys stuff. and you guys do a great job. I know uh, with uh, you know in the magazines and everything uh, to, to to do a lot of these features to help guys. And really, that's you know. It should, it's it doesn't need to be very confusing. Really, all we want to do is go out and have a good time. So, so you know, get your bow set up. You know, let your pro shop help you out, um, and, and then it, then it's just a matter of going out and having fun. Well, Gary, uh, somehow we managed to kill an hour, and it went by really quick. <laughs> and, uh, I tell you what, I think that you got a lot of. A lot of great options out there for the bow hunters. Uh, really excited that Easton has come on board with us this year and, and, and partnered up with Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. And uh, let's hope that we both uh, have a successful year in business and a successful year in the field. And I'll be hopefully seeing some uh, some big animals on the ground with you next to them with a big grin on your face. Well, I'm I'm hoping the same thing. And I'll tell you what, you know, anytime. If you want to delve into these topics, if you ever wanted to go in and say, hey, let's just talk about lightweight arrows, or hey, let's just talk about full metal jacket, or, or get into a certain topic a little more where we're not speaking in such generalities, I'll, I'd be happy to, to come back on anytime. And again, we're really happy to be involved uh, with uh, you know with the with you guys. We feel like uh, you know you guys are, are providing a lot of this information, and Easton's really happy to be able to to partner up with you guys and, and helping uh, helping everybody uh, find ways to just enjoy the sport that we all love and we're all passionate about. Well, thanks, Gary. I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely circle back circle back with a little more in depth uh, arrow discussion, and we'll have you again on the show real soon. So 
Thanks. Sounds great. Thanks right. a lot. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio with editor Christian Burr. For more information on this and other topics, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.